You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in H-Town and Texans fans all over the world. This is Locked On Texans, your daily Texans talk and news update. And as always, you can find Locked On Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and of course, Spotify. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, along with <laughs> along with my very hot, <laughs> and I mean hot as an angry co-host, John, some sports guy, Hickman. Uh, and also, guys, you know, we finally picked a winner for You Can Argue the Sports, the giveaway we were running. So that'll be announced soon. You can check out the show. It'll automatically update on the website. But I'm happy to be back. We missed yesterday's show with uh, some very difficult technical difficulties, to say the least. But we are back with another EP. And I can't wait to talk about some things that the Texans have to do to ensure they don't end next year where they ended this year. And, of course, that includes taking care of in-house guys, starting with contracts, along with bringing more talent in, filling the depth that the Texans need to fill along the offensive uh, front and defensive side of the ball as well. So i uh, got a couple things to hit on today. And to the electrifying phenom, one of my favorite follows. I'm going to just get this out the way <laughs> right now. We will orchestrate a Locked On Texans, Locked On Rockets podcast. That will get orchestrated because I am sick and tired of these Houston Rockets. It's beyond words. But I also want to shout out Time Matthew, Honey Badger, and all of the Houston Texans, former Houston Texans players that will be uh, playing in the XFL starting this Saturday. So football is not ending. It's only going to continue in a different format. Speaking of Honey Badger, John, last week when um I, I, I did the show by myself, I was actually I, I brought up a question. I asked, did the Texans make a mistake when they let Tyron Matthews walk in free agency last summer? And I was actually on the, the verge after I did my research and stuff. I was actually on the verge of saying, yes, they did make a mistake. But. Since I didn't get your side of the story, let me just hear what you have to say, because I truly believe not only did they make a mistake in letting Tyron Matthews go, but I also believe that Tyron Matthews would have been the Texans' best safety in 2019. Well, here's the thing about that. I don't believe they made a mistake. Uh, I I think Tyron Matthews went to a situation where He had a coach that was going to put him along with the rest of that defense in the best uh, situation to succeed, especially looking at uh, the Chiefs defense from week 10 all the way up into capturing the Super Bowl, holding the San Francisco 49ers to only 20 points. And they did go up against a subpar quarterback, at least for that night, Jimmy G. Uh, I don't think they made a mistake because if if he would have returned – then the results from last year to this year would have been the same. 
right? Uh, I think when we look at the makeup of the Texas defense secondary-wise, when we look at safety, everything was pretty solid until, you know, whether it was Justin Reed maybe missing the game, uh, Gibson maybe missing the game, and then we had to find guys to fill in. Adai did an amazing job, and I would like to see him return back to Little Adai. We'd love to see him return back to Houston, Texas because of his versatility. And, of course, you know, I preach on depth. You got, need guys to fill roles. But uh, major kudos and congrats to Ty Matthew, uh, one guy who takes everything personal and uses it on the field in the right way, especially since his days at LSU. And I'm not bringing it up for a negative uh, connotations at all, just saying how he fuels himself. It's just, it's a beast, different animal, same beast. But no, I don't think the Texans made a mistake. I think he went to the ideal um, situation for him. And ultimately, I think Spagnuolo mm-hmm. just did a better job on defense, coaching his defense up than what uh, Cornell did. I think that's what it comes down to. And I agree with you to a certain extent. I was on the verge of saying that I do believe they made a mistake. And I'm and I'm gonna still stick by that decision only due to the fact you know what he did in 2018. What they was able to get in during the offseason, um, you know, when you bring in the guys like Bradley Roby and, and Tayshawn Gibson, those guys were nowhere near as good as Honey Badger was in 2018, especially when you look at the work he did in 2019 in, in his first season in Kansas City. Well, I will say this. I think when we look at what the Texans were asking of him and what the Chiefs are asking of him moving forward, it's just two totally different things. Uh, We needed Gibson for more so of tight end control, and that was the area where Honey Badger lacked. Uh, Well, if I would say, if I don't use the word lack, maybe I would just say Gibson just did a better job with containing tight ends. Uh, And I think a lot of the issue is, just a vanilla, you know, the, the vanilla defense, the vanilla style of play that Houston Texans can play with, period, right? So in Kansas City, you have Andy Reid on the other side of the ball on offense and Eric Benemy, who, you know, they get very creative. And Spagnola, who does a very good job of blitzing and just creating pressure in many different schemes to where you look at what the Texans do on both sides of the ball, they can become very vanilla and predictable. Uh, so a player like Honey Badger, he fits more in the Chiefs red compared to the Texas red. Thank you guys for not going anywhere. And we hope that you enjoyed your past weekend, had a great time with the family, enjoyed the Super Bowl. Everybody made it back to their loved ones safe and sound because ultimately uh, that's the most important thing, making it back to your destination safe and sound. And uh, in one piece, destinations can be uh, super funny and tricky, especially when you consider off-season. Players are going to be taking flights from here to there, meeting with agents, meeting with different organizations. And the one thing about it is, Everybody, at least they should be, everybody should be in the business of improving their team. Right? There's no way around it. The 32 teams are in the business of improving their teams. And if you are a team with talent 
with like like Deshaun Watson, like a DeAndre Hopkins, Laramie Tunsil, or so on and so forth. Justin Reed on the other side of the ball, JJ Watt on defense on defense as well. Your your yearly goal is to make the Super Bowl, right? But that didn't happen this year. The goal for next year is going to be the same. Hopefully, you know, we know what Cal McNair said and how he put an emphasis on winning a playoff game and filling the seats. But going into next season, kicking off with this offseason, GM Bill O'Brien has to make moves. And I mean credible moves, right? And, you know, ever since this offseason started a couple weeks ago, you know, I have been on the train where the Houston Texans need to improve their secondary. But that is not the only defensive scheme where the Houston Texans need to improve. They need to do something with that edge rush because ever since they traded Jadavion Clowney, that has been a void that the Texans were missing throughout the 2019 season. Yeah, absolutely. And the funny thing about it is earlier, um, at some point of the season, I can't pinpoint exactly where I said it, but, you know, improving that position, that has been a main focus talk around town ever since that Jadavian Clowney news broke and we made the trade for Jacob Martin, uh, Barcavius Migo, and those in that third-round pick, which Martin actually worked out, and I would love to see him return back to the Houston Texans because I believe he can be decent in a situational um, role with the Houston Texans and maybe with more load, uh, maybe he can do more than what he's already been doing. But interesting enough, mm-hmm. you know, just scrolling through minding my own business, and <laughs> funny enough, rather, uh, the Atlanta Falcons tweeted how they won't resign Vic Beasley. A fan tweeted back sources, and then the Twitter page tweeted the fan back, literally us, the Falcons. So I thought that was funny, but you know I've always been bringing it back to my original point, and I can't remember, I can't pinpoint the exact time I said it, but I've always been on that Vic Beasley train. Go get Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley has been a guy that, at best, he can give you 15 and a half sacks. At worst, five sacks, eight sacks. He's still a talent that has caused problems in the NFL before getting double-digit sacks. The good thing about it, you know, when Vic Beasley signed his contract uh, not too long ago, it was only for four years, a little under $15 million total. Had an $8 million signing bonus. What I'm getting at is you're not going to have to spend a lot of money to get Vic Beasley. He is a first-round talent. He's been in the double digits in sacks before. He can get you between five and eight sacks. And by the way, if you put talent around him, if talent is around him, like that big year he had in Atlanta, he can go out and get get the quarterback. He can create those sacks. And listen, the days of Superman Justin James are near the end. It's time to get help. And I'm not calling Vic Beasley the contingency future plan. However, I am saying he should be a part of the future. He can get after the quarterback. And I would love to see the Texans make a run at him um, to bring him in. Bring him in. Get him out of Atlanta. Get him on a place with, uh, I would say, a more structured culture. Which is, that's saying a lot, considering what the Houston Texans have been through as of late. But 
He's still talented. And I think he's a guy that I would that I would love to see. Some new listeners, fans of the Houston Texans, Bulls on Parade, he can go out and get the sack. What other top-tier edge rusher can this team get and not blow their entire salary cap space in trying to approve? Yeah, and that's also the biggest thing about it when you look at it. Judging how much money is anticipated on his contract, and I can see a two-year, $10 million contract. Right, I can see that, and I would be okay with that. And judging by our history, I can see a one-year deal, which I would hate for that to happen. (laughs) That'd be the year he balls out, and guess who? Guess who wants big money now? Big Beasley. But I can see a two-year deal between ten, eleven mil. And the thing about it is, his first deal was that first contract was four years for fifteen mil. Uh, so if the Texans get him, they can get a two-year deal range with him between eight to twelve million dollars. I think that's Vic Beasley's contract. I don't see Vic Beasley getting uh, more than that, and I would be okay with that. Another thing is, as and I tweeted this, and I was so serious after the Super Bowl. Uh, I said by the end of the night, which was, of course, that was drastic. But Bill O'Brien has to swallow his pride and give Eric Benemy a call. A generational talent in the same draft class and same big playability, which we have here in Houston with Deshaun Watson, and we just saw Patrick Mahomes was able to do. Are we going to waste his prime? Penny pension. Not, not doing what should be done. That's it. That's 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 the only way I can leave it off. Are we going to waste Watson's prime wearing too many hats in the house? Um, I won't necessarily say we're going to waste his prom because I do believe this franchise, believe it or not, has taken the actual steps in order to not waste his prom. You saw the it sounds crazy. I mean, you take a look at where this team was this time last year um, and, and you saw once Bill O'Brien became the so-called GM. You saw the moves that Bill O'Brien made in order to help that offensive line. I do not believe that where they are now, you can honestly say that Deshaun Watson is in a position where he is getting his prom wasted. They have built some talents around this team. Is it perfect? No, but give it some time. I do believe, like, it's, it's like I keep saying, John, this offseason is the most important offseason in the Texans franchise history. Give it some time. I truly do believe that the Texans are in, they're in striking distance to say we are not here to waste Deshaun Watson's prom. And and the same can be said for DeAndre Hopkins, because you saw for how many years did Andre Johnson waste his prom? That's a waste of a prom right there. One thing you don't want to do is waste your prom and waste your night. Remember the days you were ready to go all the time? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed with Blue Chew. Go to BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. 
Be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Bluetooth is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. No in-person doctor visits. No more waiting in a pharmacy. And best of all, Cody, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA. And since Bluetooth ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit Bluetooth.com. Get your first shipment free when you use special promo code locked on. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-2.com. Promo code locked on to try for free. Bluetooth is the better, cheaper, faster choice. Thank you guys for sponsoring Locked On Texans. The Super Bowl was very entertaining, wouldn't you say the least, John? <laughs> I know where you're going. Yeah, I had some Bluetooth on me. <laughs> A little now, bit I'm, around halftime. I'm pretty sure the sales for Bluetooth went up extremely high after the halftime performance of Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. Who had the better performance out of those two? Shakira, I'm not, man. I'm not, yeah, I'm about to. I'm gonna have to go with Shakira because I mean Jennifer Lopez. I mean, she's she's starting to slow down. She's starting to slow down. She's fifty. Exactly. <laughs> At some point, exactly. it's gonna happen. It, it happens to the best of them. Yeah, but it was a great performance by those two beautiful ladies, and uh, they really rocked out Miami, representing for their heritage and culture, which is also a part of Miami's uh, heritage and culture as well. So. Uh, really good seeing those two ladies do their job and uh, a great job at that performance. The Houston Texans have until the first week of May to activate the fifth year option for Deshaun Watson. Option will only be guaranteed for injury, only worth $17.3 million. And Houston has the same decision with Gary Young Conley. Uh, his option would be worth ten. Million, so the Houston Texans are in a. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say a bind. They have a decision to make. Uh, one of those decisions, if not both, but if not both, but that Watson decision needs to come fast because if Patrick Mahomes gets his deal first and resets the market, God knows what the Houston Texans are going to have to pay. Deshaun Watson. And I'm hearing crazy numbers for Patrick Mahomes. And that's something we can get into when we look at the contracts later on in the week. I love talking about those contracts breakdowns, but I would I, this offseason for the Houston Texans is going to be a tough one because they have future decisions that need to be made expeditiously. You're looking at the Deshaun Watson situation. I'm looking at the Garyon situation. $10 million? I want to see Garyon back in Houston, but not if it's going to cost them $10 million down the line. I don't think he's worth that much. I'm sorry. <laughs> the funny thing about it is, is he worth that much, $10 million, or is he not worth losing him and then figuring out how to get it done without him? It depends. The backs are against the wall. It depends. It depends on what they have, what they could potentially have heading into the offseason. Once again, I want to see him back, but for $10 million, I don't know if I will 
If I'm the general manager of the Texans, I truly do not know if I want to risk that $10 million. Yeah, the Texans organization, their front office, which is now headed by Bill O'Brien officially. got You definitely got to put the officially on there, along with Jack Easterby. They have some tough decisions to make. When we talk about tough decisions and you talk about getting in fit with 2020, you don't have to join a gym or pay a ton of money for overpriced fitness equipment. The best way to get in the best shape of your life is with Echelon. Go to echelonfit.com to discover the EX1 connected fitness bikes that offer a high quality at-home cycling experience at less than half the price of a Peloton. Echelon makes beautifully engineered products for everyone. Busy moms and dads, guys like us who have to do a podcast and go to work. Cody is the busiest man in the city of Houston, and he needs one of these in his homes. First responders and elite athletes, whatever your activity level is, Echelon has it for you. Go to echelonfit.com slash locked on NFL to learn about the limited time free Apple iPad and complete the details of this exclusive offer. Echelon, it's your time. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash L-O-N-F-L, echelon.com slash L-O-N-F-L. You need it. I need it. I know I need it. We're working tirelessly throughout the day, and sometimes not even with sports, just our everyday lives. So don't forget to go out. Check out Echelon. And the Texans have went out and hired Montana State running backs coach and recruiting coordinator Denarius McGee as a quality control assistant. So more updates to this organization, front office, coaching staff, roster, the whole nine. They're continuously making over the previous year, Houston, Texas. And I mean, whether the moves are questionable or not, you got to love trying to make progress. Am I right? McGee is a former Montana State quarterback who also coached quarterbacks and running backs. As a player, he was a four-year starter, a two-time Big Sky Conference MVP, and an All-American selection as the winningest quarterback in school history. I'm John Some Sports Guy Hickman here. Before we get out of here today, I definitely want to let you guys know you can follow me on Twitter at Some Sports Guy. Even though the giveaway has completed for the time being, don't forget to go to you can argue that sports.com. Subscribe for more news and updates regarding sports, period. And the WNBA is going to kick off soon. That is the place you want to be, right? Am, am I right or am I wrong? Houston, don't forget to check out the XFL and the Houston Sabercats, Houston's professional rugby team. Yes, please be sure to come check out the Houston Sabercats, Houston's professional rugby team. On Saturday, we will be kicking off our season opener at Aviva Stadium at 11 o'clock a.m. So, John, I'm probably going to have to be at the stadium at least by 7 a.m., so please pray for me. Uh, I'm going to see you there because I'll be riding. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Word from the wise. Work, work, don't stop. Work, work, don't stop. Work till you can't feel. Work till you can't feel. That is coming from the great poets, Young Nation. Seriously. Work hard this week so that way when Friday and the weekend rolls around, you'll have a reason to keep back in and relax. Until next time, 
On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. <laughs> 